Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? Step up like a boss and save the day? Or see what life's like under the tree of life? Did you? If you could. Would you? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play. Bring the magic at Walt Disney World Resort. Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? With 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Hello, acclaimed comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater, Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter, Jason Concepcion. Somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. And like always, we'll be here every week. You'll hear from TV writers, actors, comics creators, pop culture critics. Nothing is off the table. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Today's show is pre-recorded. Y'all know what time it is. Y'all don't know y'all better act. Hat on, hat on, suit on, suit on, looking like the trap dog, giving them all like the million bucks, bucks, things in its cup. Y'all tell me who could it be but Steve Harvey? Oh yeah, to me. Put your hands together for Steve Harvey. Put your hands together. Come on. Do your thing, Big Daddy. Uh-huh. 
I said, uh-huh. I sure will. Uh, good morning, everybody. You are listening to The Voice. Come on, dig me now. One and only Steve Harvey got a radio show. I feel it's necessary to explain what I say in the morning because somebody asked me, what do you mean by that when you say that in the morning? When I say, uh-huh, it's in response to David Hollister opening the song by saying, go ahead, Big Daddy. Go ahead. I said, uh-huh, I sure will. Then I say, good morning, everybody, because I was raised that way. You're supposed to speak when you come in the room. I'm coming in y'all's room, whether it's your bedroom, the room in your house, your car, your office, you know, wherever you're at. I come in the room, I got to speak, so I say, good morning, everybody. You are listening to the voice, and then I got to introduce myself, because as a performer, I always felt my best when I was introduced. It's, no, why would you walk out on stage and anybody introduce you? You don't, you can't get the, a round of applause. It's just, it's horrible. So I say, you are listening to the voice, one and only Steve Harvey. Come on, dig me now. Now that's old school. I got that, but that's I was once again, dig me now. Is I want you to feel what I'm about to say. That's all I'm saying. I'm, that's not a bragging thing, you know. Y'all listening to the voice, one and only Steve Harvey. Come on, dig me now. I'm just asking you to feel what I'm saying in the morning because it's part of a promise that I made to God. See, a long time ago, I told God if he allowed me to make it, that when I got there, I would tell everybody I know how I did it. And I wasn't going to shortcut it or shade him on it. I said, if you allow me to make it, if you give me the strength the courage, the wisdom. You gave me a gift. If you let me apply it, don't destroy myself in the process. Forgive me for my sins along the way. Continue to hold and rock me when I need it. When I make it, I promise you, Lord, when I get there, I will tell everybody how I made it. Well, this started back in L.A. when I got on the radio. And uh, I was making it okay. I was doing okay. But I had to keep my promise to God. My promise was, if you allow me to make it, I'll tell everybody how I got there. I have to tell you that every day. Because if it was not for that grace and mercy, I wouldn't even be here able to fulfill my promise. Because I've done enough dirt in my life, man, to not be worthy. He could have easily walked away from me a long time ago because I had show walked away from him. See, and I didn't walk away from him once. I walked away from him a bunch of times. But guess what? He forgave me a bunch of times. I'm a living example of hundreds of chances. His forgiveness and his mercy is available for everybody. It's the only reason I get on this show every day. It's the only reason I have the blessings that's coming my way. It's the only way that the things that keep happening in my life, man, that I have no explanation for is because of his grace and mercy. See, anytime something good happens in my life and I can't explain it, that's usually him. He exhibits to me, remember, I'm a forgiving God, man remember. So when you fall, Steve, don't lay down there. Don't you lay down there. Don't you let the devil fool you that because you done made some mistakes that you ain't, that you can't do it because everybody going to make them. There's none perfect. No, not one. So get up, 
Keep moving. Keep pushing. Step on. What you laying there for? Your daddy didn't raise you that way. Look, man, my father was just about manhood. I'm going to just tell you, my daddy never had a conversation with me about church. He beat me for not going, but, you know, a couple of times, but he wasn't about that. Wasn't his message. That was my mama's job. My mama taught me about being saved, about loving the Lord, about giving your life, about the, the teachings of Jesus Christ. My mama was a Sunday school teacher. So I got all of that from her. My old man ain't had none of that for me. My old man talked to me about one thing all day long, hardworking manhood. And well, you won't get that if you don't get nothing else from me. He gave that to me. So I got it. See, so my father, you say, excuse my language, but you ain't going to sit there like no little punk up in here. You ain't, that ain't what you finna do. You finna get up and go do what you supposed to do. Now stop all that whining like some little punk and go and get to moving. That's how my father talked to me. Now I'm just telling you real. It worked for me though. And, and before you start emailing me, that had nothing to do with homosexuality at all. It's just that was his term for a man not acting like a man. That's all it was. It, it, had, it was not a gay reference at all. I want you to understand that before you start emailing me. So my daddy wasn't calling. That was not a sexual reference for him. My father talked to us. That's what he meant. I knew exactly what he meant. He couldn't have meant nothing else. He didn't even know nothing about that. My old man clueless when it come to that right there. So... When I was getting down and feeling bad about myself, my old man, he taught me this toughness, man. He gave me this grit, this doggedness, this go to work and work hard. That's why today when God does bless me with something, he ain't got to worry about me not working hard. Because that's in me. And when I get tired, I ask that same God for strength to keep on doing so I can do the blessings he got for me. So when you ask me, how you going to do all this, Steve Harvey? I don't know. I ain't got to figure that out. All I got to do is show up with the same amount of faith I've been showing up with. God handled the rest of it. See, y'all, <laughs> hey, man, let me tell you something. I don't see how you do it. I don't either. Can I, can I give you, hey, man, news flash. Let me hear. I don't see how you doing all that, Steve. You doing this, you doing that. You doing, Can I tell you something? I don't either. I just wake up with the faith, man, and trusting that if he going to bless me with it, he must be going to show me a way how to get it done. See, I ain't tripping on that part. See, I, once you take yourself out the how-to business, you can go on and get with it. But see, if you're going to trip yourself out with the how-to, you can't think like God can think. You can't figure like God can figure. So now you sitting up in here going, Lord, I want this to happen for me. Then I don't know how I'm going to do all that. Well, guess what? You in the way now. See, you now you in the way. Because, see, God ain't asked you to figure out how to. He said, ask and believe. Then he said, faith without works is dead. That's my solution. That's the concoction that I'm functioning on. All I got to do is accept the blessing, keep the faith, be willing to work and believe. God can do anything but fail. Why would God bring me this far to leave me? Why would he bring you this far to leave you? So why I get up every morning? I have no choice. I got to get up in here and rest. When I'm running late, man, I try to plow through here. Sometimes I don't make it, man. I got to do a rerun, but I plow through here. Because, man, Steve, you're going to run out of something to say. No, nah, I'm going to just keep thinking. Now, you can't run out of that, can you? Because you owe him that. Matter of fact, when I get through talking, I really ain't thanked him enough.
You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You know, it's so important to have representation in media. I remember growing up in Chicago, I was heavily influenced by the beautiful voices on the radio. Well, the next generation of influential Black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. Black Stories, Black Truths is a celebration of Blackness from NPR. Each of NPR's Black voices are as distinct, varied, and nuanced as the Black experience itself. In the Black Stories, Black Truths collection, you'll hear stories of joy, resilience, empowerment, and creating world-shifting things out of struggle. Every episode is a living account about what it means to be Black today, told from a unique Black perspective. From Bobby Shmurda to The Wire, Michelle Obama to Reparations, there's no limit to the range of Black stories, Black truths. Black perspectives haven't always been centered in the telling of America's story. Now they are the story. And NPR's Black Stories, Black Truths, you'll find a collection of some of NPR's best podcast episodes celebrating the Black experience. Hear a feed of episodes from across NPR's podcasts that center Black voices. It's NPR Noir. Listen now to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR wherever you get podcasts. Ladies and gentlemen, it is here. Another great day. Another blessing from God. He gave it to us. You ought to be glad about it. I know I am. Thank you, man. I sure appreciate you waking me up. Starting me on my way, giving me this grand opportunity to make another dream come true, to start the process of making dreams come true, but really just to wake up and see what you got for me today. Because, man, so far, it's been all right. Now, have I had some challenging days? Plenty. Have I had what I thought was some major setbacks? Bunch of them. Have I been in some trouble way longer than I wanted to be? Sure have. But didn't he do it? Didn't he bring you through it? Yeah, he did. And that's why I'm here today. That's why I'm as strong as I am today. Because I have seen all of these tests before. So do what you want to do. Say what you want to say. Write what you want to write and tell it how you want to tell it. But when you get through, you can't do nothing or hit me with nothing that's bigger than my God. You can't do it. It's my God versus my enemies. Good luck. That's all I got to say. Good luck, homie. It's my God versus my enemies. All right, now, you've been warned. Welcome to the Steve Harvey Morning Show, because we glad about it. Shirley Strawberry, Carla Pharrell, Mississippi Monica, Jr., government name, Kill Space, and the legend that is Nephew Tommy. Well, Junior, <laughs> yeah. anything on your mind today? Oh, what is, I'm going to tell is? you right now, uh, you and technology, uh, I swear to God, I don't mean to be laughing at you all the time, you know but, <laughs> but you know what? Uh, no, you know can what? Can you talk to your God about you and technology? Can you get some help over in that department? That's what you need. Cause well, you, you know, Junior, yeah, sometimes you can pray for stuff and the answer is no. <laughs> so for you, it's no for technology? Yeah. Yeah, but that's why I got kids and employees for. I bet somebody better get over here and get it figured out. Because I bet it better not keep being a problem for me. Yeah. If you mm. get in a check and I ask you a question and you ain't got the answer, what is your check for? I hire people that's smarter than me. Okay. So be smart. The moment you dumber than me, <laughs> why am I paying you not to know nothing? Because I already don't know nothing. So... 
You know, Junior, so, you know, you done bought up this little technology stuff. Yeah. I guess that's just amusing to you, huh? Uh, you be committed, though. You be trying. I ain't gonna get, I ain't gonna lie. You be trying, huh? Yeah. But you come up short every single time. Yeah, I do try. You know? <laughs> I do come up short. I guess that's been a very a, a source of amusement for you in the mornings. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, this, this is you. Here I come. Oh, I hit the, I'll be down. Oh, no. Wait a minute. Hold on. Ah, I can't stand this. Oh, I can't. Oh, somebody. Hey, what? I need white folks in here. <laughs> <laughs> When time you say I need white folks in here. <laughs> well, all right. As dumb as I am, let me say this, Junior. Yeah. Welcome to the Steve Harvey yeah. Morning Show. This is it. Go ahead, Shirley. All right. Coming up at 32 minutes after the hour, we'll hear from the nephew as he runs that prank back right after this. Where y'all go? Mm. <laughs> You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, it's time to start your morning off with the nephew and run that prank back. What you got for us, Nep? Booty drop. Let's go, cat dog. Hello? Hello, I'm trying to reach uh, Jordan, please. This is Jordan. Hey, Jordan, how you doing? Uh, this is K-Dub. Uh, I'm calling, you know, um, uh, we, we get somebody solicited your name for us. You know, we are a new social media outlet, and we're getting ready to go live tomorrow at 11 uh, uh, tomorrow morning. And we got to, you know, looks like we're going to get a lot of followers, and this is going to be a big app. So um, kind of wanted to see if you would be interested in uh, being a part of the app and, and what we got going. Well, I don't even know who, who would give you my information. What is this I don't, app I don't, about? I don't know. I don't know who who's who gave us your number or whatever, but they just told us you would be good for being on the um, on the app tomorrow morning. Like I said, we're finna go live, so we're trying to get pictures and videos in today so we can get pictures them on there for tomorrow. What is this app? What you want some pictures? Yeah. What? See, this app is uh, this app is called Booty Drop, and what we do is people Booty Drop people. Yeah, yeah. So what happens is people send a video, they dropping their booty, or you could just send a picture of you behind. However you want to do it, you know, we're gonna make it look real good or whatever. But you know, you're gonna, you know, you represent. But this is the new social media outlet that people are gonna be communicating with. But this is booty drop, and we getting ready to drop this tomorrow morning. Like I said, like eleven o'clock tomorrow, it'll, it's gonna go, it's gonna go live, so you'll be able to see yourself on there. What? Ain't about booty drop. Uh-uh, y'all. Uh-uh, you got me messed up. I don't drop no booty for nobody but my man, okay? So I don't know who oh. told you I was going to be on here, but I'm not doing no booty dropping. Okay, so hold up. Okay, hold up, hold up, hold up. All right, first of all, somebody recommended you. Okay, you know, like well, I say. be crazy. Hold on now. We, we, we got all the slots filled except for this one. So, you know, I don't okay. want to have our app there, and then we ain't got everything on there we need. So we got to have you to okay, do this. Well, look, well, there's a lot of booties, okay? I'm not the only one. You know, thank you. No, ain't gonna be okay. no booty. Pop. So I'm assuming, you know, I'm, I don't mean no harm. Like I say, this K dub, I don't mean no harm. But let me ask you this here. So evidently, you must have a butt that people admire. If you know, if they put your name on here, then you must have a, a butt that they admire. You know, what I mean, I'm trying to be as gentleman as possible. You understand? what I'm saying, uh, is is it a reason why you don't want to, you know, participate? What? Ain't nobody gonna be putting their booty on the internet for some app? No. Mm mm. No. No. Okay, so let me ask you this here. You ain't you you ain't on none of the other social media outlets? You don't have no pictures on there or nothing like that? Uh, not with my booty, no. 
So you're just trying to tell me that all your pictures are from the waist up. No, they're not all from the waist up, but I'm not about to be flashing my booty and jiggling it for your app. But 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 see, you don't understand what booty drop can do for you. Booty drop, <laughs> booty drop can bring a lot of attention, you know, to you. You know, you you gonna you gonna meet a lot of people on this booty drop app, and that's, that's what I'm trying to say is I don't want you to knock it till you tried it. Now I say we put your booty on there for the first week, and you see how many hits you get. And if you don't like it, then we take it down. That's all I'm saying. Just you know, listen to K Dub. On the let me tell you something. You're not about to put my booty on no app talking about give it a week. You know I got a brain, right? Ain't nobody about to be looking at my booty for a week on the internet. You, get, all I'm saying is give your booty a week. That's all I'm saying. No, give your booty a no, week on, I on my you app. I gave time. We good. No, not put my booty on no internet. So, okay. Are you um insecure about yourself? No, I feel great about myself. That's why I can say no. <sighs> Let me just say this to you. Now, when, once booty drop blow up, and become a big, a big time social media, then you know, social uh, outlet. Then you're gonna be wanting to get back on here. And I'm, I'm gonna be honest with you, K Dub. I ain't gonna want you on here no more because of the way you acting with me now. Well, that's okay, K Dub. You do you, boo. It's not happening. I'll go ahead okay. and follow y'all tomorrow, but I'm not about to be on there. So you don't want to be a star. I'm trying to make you a star. Is what I'm trying to say. You I'm know? all right. I don't think I'm gonna be an Instagram star from my booty jiggling. I'm okay. There's plenty of people doing that already. Sure, you'll find somebody to get that slot. I'm just trying to make you a star. That's all I'm Great. trying to do. I you know what? I'm really, what I really want to know is who the f told you to call me? This some more bullshit. Don't nobody need this. You don't call me talking about you want to see my booty. Who do you think I am? Better question, who do you think you are? This is some bullshit. Uh-uh. Black women don't have time for this. You need to call talking about you going to pay some bills. That's what you need to call talking about. Don't call me what? talking about no booty. I'm sorry, what? Don't call me say? talking about no booties. Call me talking about you want to pay some student loans. Tell me you're trying to pay a car note. Don't call me talking about you want to see my booty on the internet. This is so ridiculous. Like, what is this booty? Okay, okay, okay. So, I guess it's safe to say you ain't going to drop your booty. Ain't nobody dropping no booty. I'm launching this tomorrow. I'm launching a whole lot of booties tomorrow, and I'm going to have one space empty. You see well, what I'm saying? Well, this, yeah, this is a great lesson in being prepared, starting early, because you're going to encounter some no's, brother. No, but really, who the f I need to know. Who gave you my number? Like, really, who thought that was a good idea? No, really, because you dodged in the question. I don't appreciate that. I need to know, like, who? Ooh, I, I, like I said, I don't know who gave. I don't know all that. All, my my job is to get booty drop feel, and I'm missing one booty. And here it is now. You know, here it is the day before I'm launching. Here it is now. You don't want to do it. Okay, well, but I need to know who. Like, why I, would they do this? Okay, Tommy, the one told me you was gonna do it. He said you would be up for it. Who who is Tommy? Tommy Tommy told me you would drop that booty for our for our booty uh -uh, drop well, app. I don't know no Tommy. Who is Tommy? Tommy, nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Oh, you're <laughs> Jordan, you just got pranked by your girl Amber. Okay, Amber. Okay, okay, nephew. <laughs> okay, I, okay, y'all playing this morning. You, y'all got my blood pressure up. Okay, y'all playing. Okay. You, you good, baby? I'm sorry, baby. You, you good? Know we good? I'm gonna calm down. I'm gonna calm down. I'm gonna calm down. I see you though. I see you. You got me. You got me. <laughs> Was I lit? I'm sorry. Was it? Look, you got me lit. It was a little too tough <laughs> over here, okay? Okay? You got me using words I'm not supposed to, you know what I'm saying?
Oh, what man. saying some of them words? <laughs> the booty drop. Okay. Tell me this, though, baby, before we go. What is the baddest, and I mean the baddest, radio show in the land? The Steve Harvey Morning Show with Nephew Tommy. <laughs> oh, Lord, Nephew. All right, uh, Pew. Coming up next, we'll ask the CLO Chief Love Officer. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Time now, guys, for Ask the CLO, the Chief Love Officer, the close, Steve Harvey. Uh, listen, we got to get started. This one is from Ann in Atlantic City. Ann says, my husband and I are retired, and we settled in a community of seniors 65 and up. There aren't many other couples in the building. It's mostly widows, and we are active in game night and movie night. And I'm getting sick of the women engaging my husband in conversation like I'm not sitting there. I've talked to him about it, and he promised to stop talking to these women. He did for a while, but the women are very forward. Should I have a talk with these women and tell them to keep away from my man? I love Well, I don't know know how this works at senior citizens yes. homes i haven't been <laughs> in one but don't mess around and get ganged up on <laughs> but you know you're running up on these war women you uh-huh. know i mean they just they just talking you know she ain't nobody else to talk to right yeah they are not talking they friendly you know she doesn't like it what the hell are you moving there for <laughs> <laughs> All the women in there, you that's you bring a pork chop to the back of the bulldog truck. How you think mm. this gonna work? But a fight? Oh my god. Now your man, he tried to stop talking to him, but they keep talking to him. He can't be rude. Nobody wants to live in a neighborhood or a community and be rude to people. So what should she do, Steve? Just I don't know what to it? do. Hell, you know. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you're jealous. I don't know what to do. <laughs> No, the dude ain't doing nothing wrong. The man ain't doing nothing wrong. You can't stop all them women from talking to your husband. Y'all active in game night. Quit going to game night. Yeah, but then they want stuff to do. Well, then, when you go out there in public and you got the only piece of raw meat on the back of the bulldog truck, what you think gonna happen? Wow. Have game night in your room. Now you gotta All find right. another man that's in good enough shape to play game night. Cause mm-hmm. women do better when they age. Men fall apart. She says it's mostly widows there, though. Yeah, that's All cause right. well, they they, they don't really fall apart. <laughs> yes. All right. Leeler in Tallahassee says I'm a 44 year old married woman and I've been having an affair with my husband's 29 year old barber. I met him at the gym and didn't know he's my husband's barber at first. When I found out, I tried to end the affair, but he said he dropped my husband as a client so I wouldn't feel guilty. Uh, I could not let him do that because it took my husband a while to get a great barber. He is ready to end a business relationship over me and I'm flattered, but not interested. How do I tell them it's, how do I tell him it's not that serious? No, wait a minute. You don't understand. Do you understand the proposal he's making to you? He's saying he'll drop him as a customer so he can keep kicking it with you. Yep. He's not offering you no out. (laughs) Because if he wanted to offer you out, he'll just let you out and keep taking your husband's money. Uh What he's offering you is an opportunity for him to continue seeing you by dropping your husband as a client. 
Well, she said she's flattered, Steve. But it's yeah, but I don't want to do her. that because it took him a long time to get a barber. Then you ain't serious about none of this shit. You know what? I ain't been worried about him looking hair. crazy with his hair all no. jacked up. And no, she ain't going to stop seeing the dude either. No, she's not. No. Did you hear that in the letter anywhere? Mm-hmm. How did. do I stop seeing him? Mm-hmm. No. How do you stop him from dropping her husband as a client? Right. Because it ain't that serious. We just kicking it. Mm-hmm. Well, see, you 44. You think you know everything. Let your husband keep going in there. I'm telling you, it's going to leak. They're going to be in the barbershop talking. Lord. Boy, you know that fine thing you met down in that gym, that old thing, that cougar? <laughs> or one of them barbers going to say that. Somebody going to say something. Wow. And then he going to be looking upside their head, but they're going to be cutting hair so they ain't going to see him looking upside their head. <laughs> yeah, you know the one, the one you got the picture with, the, with that leopard leotard set on. <laughs> Uh-uh. Not the leopard. Not the leopard one. Because, you know, old people wear animal prints to the gym. You know? <laughs> Is that a thing? Yeah, old people. Cougar, cougar want to look like a cougar. Old, old women love animal prints. Oh, animal prints and, 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 and glitter. <laughs> All right, uh, moving on. This one is from Tony in Philly. He says, I'm 29 and my girlfriend is 27. We party together and get drunk together. Almost always, she wets my bed if she's had too much to drink. It's to the point where she jokes about it and gets towels and puts under herself before she passes out. She said she dreams about going to the bathroom, but her mind and body don't match up when she's drunk. Is this a medical condition or should I blame it on the alcohol? Nothing came up on Google. Wait. Wait, did you hear the last line? Nothing, Nothing came, up, came on up on Google. Oh, well, you don't need Google for this. That's how little boys, why we pee in the bed longer than girls. Because uh-huh. we had a pee dream. Yeah. You outside peeing, and you just, next thing you know, you done wet the bed. Mm-hmm. If your grown ass is wetting a damn bed, and you putting towels in the bed, Joking about it. Your ass is trifling. (laughs) Seriously. (laughs) And you really need to stop drinking. If you so drunk, you can't control your damn bladder where you got to put towels (laughs) in the bed. I wish I would be laying up next to some woman and she pee on me. What are we, what you doing in here? You're not going to pee on me. Nah, man, you'd have lost all your sexiness with me. Right, Ain't no second thing. Right. right. We in here right. drinking. You in here all of a sudden, my bed warm. I'm sitting there going, what is all this here? And it yeah. don't stay warm long. We're not joking. This is not a joke. Yeah. All right. So <laughs> I, I can't even control myself when I get drunk. Well, get you finna be time. by your damn self. Because I'm not sleeping with no 27-year-old bed with her. That ain't what, what I'm doing. Yes, that that is saying saying that that. What is that? Yeah, saying it is that. so what not. Is, <laughs> so when Please, we you don't out. have to put up with that. <laughs> Man, I wish. No, you can no, find somebody don't drink that heavy. That'd be crazy. Yeah. medical condition. All right. Well, thank you, CLO. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. There's a concert coming to town that I just have to see. He's one of my favorite artists. I already have my tickets front row. I bought the tickets months in advance. I'm so excited. When you want the best, you have to act quickly or someone else will get it instead. It's like if you're hiring for your business. You want to find the most talented people for your open roles before the competition scoops them up. So what's the best way to do that? ZipRecruiter. 
ZipRecruiter finds qualified candidates fast. And right now, you can try it for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash strawberry. ZipRecruiter's powerful matching technology takes center stage to identify top talent for your roles. Immediately after you post your job, ZipRecruiter's smart technology starts showing you qualified people for it. Amp up your hiring performance with ZipRecruiter and find the best fast. See why four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Just go to this exclusive web address right now to try ZipRecruiter for free. ZipRecruiter.com slash strawberry. Again, that's ZipRecruiter.com slash strawberry. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots as I sit down with inspiring women like Misty Copeland, Brooke Shields, Vanessa Hudgens, and so many more. We dive into how these women made their pivot and their mindset shifts that happened as a result. It's a podcast about women, their stories, and how their pivot became their success. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, uh, Steve J. Anthony Brown is here to tell us about comedy roulette once he loves again. This yes, he I really know. Loves this I know. I can tell him when he listens at uh-huh. it. He loves it. Mm-hmm. Now here we go, comedy roulette. We take four subjects, put them on a wheel. Where the wheels stop, we do the damn thing because we just that good right here on Steve Hardmore. All right, well let's go. That's All right, short version. Yeah. <laughs> yes, it is. Here we go. All right, number one, things you do. And say around your black friends that mm. you don't say around your white friends. For real. Oh. Mm. <laughs> okay. All right. That's a lot. I got a lot of it. Yeah, that's a lot. Mm. All right. That's number two, people in your life, you know their nickname, but not their real name. Oh, okay. I know a lot of people like that. That's funny. You talk yeah, about that is funny. Cooking <laughs> it. Yeah. Number three. Who you would like to go back in time and tell off. That's good. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, here's the, the last one. Stuff you, <laughs> stuff you tell your boss man. if you hit the lottery. Oh. Okay, all right, spin it, Crystal. Uh-huh. Uh. Uh. White fans, black friends, white friends, black. Oh, no. Okay. It stopped on stuff you tell your boss yes. if you hit the lottery. Here's what I'm saying. All right. Let me start. Oh, all right. right. Come on, Jay. Oh. It starts off. It's going to be two phone calls. Mm-hmm. The first mm-hmm. phone call is go to hell. <laughs> and then I'm calling back and say again, yes, that's what the hell I said. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. <laughs> now, if I hit the lotto, mm-hmm. I'm going to work that next day <laughs> just so I can say this. Morning with your broke ass. <laughs> Got to go back in there and say that. Okay, okay, okay. If I hit the lottery, uh-huh. I'm going to work the next morning. I'm looking my boss in the eyes and I'm letting them know 
I just bought a year's supply <laughs> of ass whoopings. <laughs> and guess who they blounced to? <laughs> guess who they blounced to? <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> Come on, Steve. Stuff you tell your boss if you hit the lottery. Fire me. <laughs> Do it now. <laughs> I like it. I like it. All right, here we go. Stuff you tell your boss if you hit the lottery. Mm -hmm. I know you're expecting a report. Yeah. Keep expecting it. Yeah. And I don't really like working here. But if you just look outside, yes, that is your car getting towed. <laughs> See, y'all ain't y'all 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 ain't hitting him like you supposed to hit him. Uh -huh. You got gotta it. hit him. You gotta look him in the eyes and say, listen. Me and your wife going to Greece. <laughs> yeah, I Damn. said it. You that rich? <laughs> me and Tommy, you ain't going to believe it. I just wrote on my paper, me and your wife is in Mexico. <laughs> <laughs> Great minds. I just wrote that. <laughs> yes, sir, baby. That you'll say to your boss if, if, you, hit, if you hit the light. Uh -huh. Here's what I'm saying. Mm -hmm. I'm coming in late. Yeah. And I'm leaving early. <laughs> I like day. that one. Yeah, I like it. <laughs> Something you say to your boss once you hit the lottery. <laughs> Hell no, I ain't wearing pants no more. <laughs> I'm living my best life. I'm living my best life. <laughs> Come on, nephew. What are you going to tell your boss? <laughs> you got. You know what, Shirley? You got to look him in the eye. Mm. You just got to stare at him and say, uh... <laughs> You can just kiss my ass. <laughs> you can just kiss my ass, man. <laughs> I like it. Just like that. Just like that. Just like that. All right, Steve. Stuff you tell your boss if you win the lottery. <laughs> See, you go too far. I know. Yeah, he does. I, I, can't find, I can't think of no little easy one. Okay, this one. Ask me again, sure. Okay. Stuff you tell your boss when you win the lottery, Steve. Me and your mama outside. <laughs> God, dog. The, the mother? My mama, dog? The boss's <laughs> mother? We, My mama? We outside. <laughs> <laughs> but we really out there, though. I know. <laughs> On the patio. Stuff you tell your boss. <laughs> I've been holding this in for a long time. Okay. All your kids is ugly. <laughs> <laughs> Not the kids. <laughs> Come on, Junior. Okay. All right, boss. I just won the lottery. Uh huh. I've been meaning to say this for a long time. Uh huh. You got hot ass breath. You really do. <laughs> I ain't say that without working for you, but y'all ain't got hot ass breath. Okay. He's whipping Junior. <laughs> yeah. <Okay>. <laughs> <laughs> Let me go on and let him know this right here. Uh, stuff you tell your boss if you won the lottery. I didn't won the lottery. I might well go and get it off my chest. Okay. Mm. Your oldest son, Devontae, oh. that's my son. Oh. I've been waiting to tell your ass that. Who I've been waiting to tell you. Oh, you're going to be a dead rich man. <laughs> Come on, doggy. Godly, Tommy. <laughs> Shirley, what is it? It's stuff you tell your boss when you win the lottery, Steve. I just bought the company. Mm -hmm. and you don't work here no more. <laughs>
That's what I'm talking about. Like yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You don't work here. Yeah. Yeah. That's, the one. that's, that's one a good one. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. That's a good one, Steve. Well, I got I can top that no one now. You got okay, come on, close it on out. I've been waiting on this one. Close it on out. What is the sage? What is it, Shirley? Stuff you tell your boss if you win the lottery. N word, please. <laughs> and he oh, white. Yeah, yeah, that worked now. Yes. Case closed, bound it over the green word. Please, I just bought the company. Go downstairs and get me some coffee. <laughs> <laughs> and he's a white man. Uh, all right, thank you guys. That was good as always. All right. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. It is time now for a round of Would You Rather. Would you rather. Spend 100 days in Antarctica or 100 days on the moon. 100 days in Antarctica or 100 days on the moon. Now, I'm going to get on up there in that snow. In the cold. In the cold. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You don't You don't know the temperature on the moon. Anybody tell you, <laughs> You ain't never been to the moon. <laughs> I'm going up there. Ain't no damn air. Ain't no air. Ain't no sun. You don't know the damn temperature. Ain't nobody. No, nah, you and Brave, come on up here to this Antarctica. It's going to be hard, but you're not oh. dropping my ass off on no moon. <laughs> See ya. <laughs> See, somebody going to come get me at that Antarctica. Mm-hmm. I'm going to need me some rifles mm-hmm. so I can give myself some protection. Mm-hmm. I'm going to have enough food. I don't need no refrigerator. Would that come with Clearly. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> Ice cream could just sit out on the table. <laughs> I'm going to be sitting up in the, in the crib I'm going to build in Antarctica. going to be so dope. It's going to be frosty nice. <laughs> All right, well, Junior. We damn sure ain't going on that moon, though. Mm-hmm. Junior? Well, he can say that because he healthy. Yeah. I can't go yeah. down to Antarctica. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. right. I'm going to be up at the moon. I'll be looking down at Antarctica. That's what I'm going to be doing. I'll be up there at the moon. I'll be floating. Floating, Just yeah. check on me every now and then. I'll be floating. I'll be on a rover. I'll be getting around the moon. I'll be up there. Won't, won't yeah. be cold, though. I'll be in my suit. Yeah, you be, be right. You, you, you take your ass on up to that moon. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to be on a rover. That was Mars, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. They got one on the moon. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Would you I'll rather be, eat, a, eat a camel's tongue or an ox's tail? Oh, I, hell, I eat oh, ox's tail all the time. We eat that all the time. Not that you mentioned it. Yeah. Camel good, man. Okay. Mm, okay. Okay. So either one. Huh? What camel would you tongue. rather, though? I like oh. camel tongue. I like camel tongue. I like camel hump. Camel All of it's interesting. Camel tongue, camel hump, camel toe. Put the oxtails over that, right? Yeah, yeah. I take the oxtails, but I like camel. camel We're moving on rice. now. We're moving on. Very interesting. Camel toe and some rice. Good ah! Would you saying that? Would you rather have everyone know the details of your finances or the details of your love life? Your money oh, or your beef. love? Beef. Beef. <laughs> oh, you want to go to Junior first? <laughs> Come on, yeah, Junior. Junior. Beef. I'm B. It ain't one. Hell, go now. Um, you. Yeah. <laughs> that's it. Those are the yeah, tales of your love life. <laughs> yeah, that's it. It ain't happening. Marriage is. Mm. We over the honeymoon stage. It's over. Yeah. Just, yeah, I'm just gonna let y'all take a little money, cause uh. Uh-uh. <laughs> it's, oh, really? I thought you would say the opposite. <laughs> All right. Well, geez. All right. Thanks, guys. That's today's <laughs> round of Would You Rather. You're listening 
Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, go ahead. Well, yes. now, <laughs> what you about to hear <laughs> mm-hmm. is pure comedic genius. Uh. <laughs> but I must lay a disclaimer. This is going to be a little edgy. <laughs> it's it's going to ruffle a couple of feathers. Mm-hmm. So I'm just letting you know this. This is J. Anthony Brown. He asked me, could he hands? do it? Uh-huh. And I kind of got an idea. I don't know exactly what it is. Uh-huh. But I'm in support of comedy. Okay. Yeah. Okay. But I'm saying we're doing this with a disclaimer. Okay. Mm-hmm. That no one can call us and say nothing about it. I don't no know place. exactly what he gonna do, Uh-oh. but it could ruffle some feathers, ladies and gentlemen. J. Anthony Brown. All right, what I'm what I'm about to do right now uh-huh. is every year a lot of people, good people, you know, meaning good, have Kwanzaa parties. Now, okay, let's stop ever, right there. Yes. I don't think it's a lot of people. But you can go ahead. You must be trying to build this joke up a little I'm, bit. I'm trying, to, I'm trying to build it up. There's not a lot of Kwanzaa parties. How about this, Steve? People have a Kwanzaa party and don't a lot of people come and they wonder why people don't come. Uh-huh. What I have is okay, suggestions to get more people to your Kwanzaa party. Okay. Number one. Offer mm-hmm. a free dashiki to anybody who will show up. <laughs> One size fit all. <laughs> Sooner you Uh-oh, get there, right bam. Here. Right here. You learn it. Everybody that shows up to yes. your Kwanzaa party, you get a free bean pop. If you don't like beans, <laughs> oh, give you sweet potato. If, okay, everybody don't like beans. I like bean pie. Oh my God. I love bean pie. Okay, now this one is really good. This is really, really good. If you have a Kwanzaa party, Steve, you can demonstrate what I mean by this. Do not have more than two philosophizing brothers or sisters at your party. No more than two. You don't want more than two in there. You don't want two. You know, brothers, let me say this about this time, this period that we partake of in this equestrious moment. Yes. Of history defiling yes. Yes. Uh, the gratuitousness yes. and the barbariousness of what these holidays are. Two. Two. That's Two. why we celebrate Kwanzaa. But I dare say, though, brother, <laughs> you don't, you don't want that we, if we have capitulate the situation <laughs> knowing that it is farragorically not a capability of scientific split. Let let me interject some sensibility into this conversation, okay? Because you don't want a whole bunch of them at your party, okay? It, it okay. tears up the mood. Number five, ease uh-huh. up. This is very important. Ease up. You know what ease up mean, right? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. Ease uh-huh. up on the incense and sage, okay? Because <laughs> 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 the, the back of my nose is burning. Yeah. <laughs> how, my, how my shoes smell like <laughs> I got a headache. <laughs> Nauseous. It's too much. <laughs> okay. I'm going to give you two my, more. My greens taste like saint. 
Okay. Number two. You want number seven. You want to play something other than the Lion King and this is very important. The African drummers don't have to play all night long. Okay. What? They don't Shirley. They don't and last but not least. Last but not least. Don't tell nobody it's a Kwanzaa party. Just tell them to come <laughs> over, okay? <laughs> but you're going to have to tell them something. You got to have a lot of I'm having a party. Surprise. <laughs> I'm having a party. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Listen, coming up next, Junior's uh, for the nephew uh, with today's uh, prank phone call. That's coming up right uh, after this. <laughs> You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, right about four minutes after, it's uh, my strawberry letter for today. The subject, there's no way to bless this mess. And boy, this is a mess right here. Wait till you hear it. Uh, (laughs) Right now, the nephew in the building with today's prank phone call. What you got for us, Neff? I'm going deep into these archives and get as stupid as I can be. As I can be. Mm-hmm. So this right here is, I want my breast back. Oh, God. What? what? What's the matter, Carl? You, you have breasts? What are you Not I want <laughs> my breast back. What, 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 who, who upset? <laughs> I, what do you mean what I'm saying? I'm going to say it again. I want my breast back. Now, didn't I just say it? <laughs> and since we ain't together no more. Uh-uh. I want my breast back. What? I got receipts you... on the breast. What? <laughs> You're not wearing the breast, though. But this I is... bought the breast, though. <laughs> I ain't bought no butts yet. But when I... <laughs> Boy, you better hope I don't buy them. <laughs> if you don't bring my ass back over here... <laughs> They're having a sale somewhere. <laughs> There's a lot of them out here. I'm telling you. Uh, here we go. Here we go. I want my breast back. Let's go, cat dog. Hello? I'm trying to reach Oliver. Yeah, this him. Hey, uh, you married. You you, you you engaged in Madison, right? Uh, Yes, I am. There's a problem with it or something? What's up? No, 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 no. My name is Ricky, man. Have you heard about uh, her last person that she was engaged to? Well, she kind of spoke briefly about you. Okay, but you know what, man? First of all, let me just say this. Congratulations, okay? I mean, let me be the first to say that. Congratulations for uh, y'all getting engaged, and I hope it worked with y'all. Okay. Okay. Here, here's why I call. Uh, we got a situation at hand that we kind of need to clear up between you and I. So, okay. uh, what is it? Me, me and you got a little conversation we need to have about property. Well, we talking about property. What property? The property we live in? What are you talking about? This is my property. Okay, no, I'm not talking about your house or nothing like that. Oh, okay. I got some property over there that belong to me, and and I'm trying to figure out how we can rectify the problem. Well, I'm quite sure if it's something I can pack up or whatever, you can come get it. I have no problem. What do you have over here in my house that's yours? Okay, the actual the actual breast that she had belonged to me. The the the, the breast. Her you... breast. I bought her some breast implants. Man, I ain't know nothing about no breast implant. Okay, you may not know nothing about it, but the bottom line is I spent $10,000 on some breast implants, and I want my property back. <laughs> Buddy, man. <laughs> you, no, man, you're not getting back. What are you talking about, breast implants? I ain't know hey, nothing hey, about that, man. Hey, man, I you understand you're that, not man. knowing about it, but I'm calling you like a man explaining it to you, and I'm trying to let you know. You, you know, I, I bought her some breast implants. Now, that's my property. 
Now, just like just like when it don't work out with with uh, 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 an engagement don't work out, you want your ring back. Well, I want my breath back. Oh no, man! If you had gave her a ring, you can get that back. But that's just some man. What do you? I mean, come on, man! You ain't get back. Hey, man! I'm getting them back. Or oh, I'm gonna be over there every other week, being happy with what what I didn't bought. No, no, that ain't that ain't what's gonna happen. No, no, little brother, that ain't gonna happen there. I don't know what you're calling for. About dollar, ten thousand dollars. The breast implants. You ain't getting. You come over here if you want to. When you with somebody, when you lose them, you lose every damn thing you paid for. So if you bought us some, your dumb. You should have bought the when you got married. You know what I'm saying? You should have waited then bought the damn. So them mine. I'm going to be over here. That's what I'm going to do with your breast implants. So your money was well spent. You ain't getting back. Move on in your life. Hey, man, you don't tell me when and when when I'm supposed to buy something. I buy something when I feel like it. But the bottom line is them, them breasts belong to me. Nah, no, we're gonna work, no. We're gonna, somebody going to pay me $10,000 one way or the other. Oh, no, no, you ain't getting nothing back here, man. You got to move on with your life, man. When y'all broke up, y'all wasn't together no more. The left with her. She walked away with him, man. That's it. That's over. I'm sorry. Hey, hey, let me say something to you, man. I'm coming over there. I'm coming over there and have a conversation with Madison about this because that's who I evidently I need to talk to. No, you're not talking to nobody over here. You're talking to me like you say man to man. I'm letting you know, man, you're lost. You're lost, man. You don't get nothing. I ain't even get my number. You get my. Let me get your number so I can call you back when she on her way home. My number on the breast. Your number on the breast. Ten thousand dollars. That's your number. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm gonna check it. I'm gonna show check it. And I'm gonna look at it every day because you ain't getting nothing back, brother. Never mind. You lost, man. It's over. Let me ask you this, man. Have you even bought the ring from Madison yet? Yeah, I bought the ring. That's what you do when you get engaged. I paid. The ring is bought, brother. Why are you I'm worried a, about I'm a, my I'm ring? A, I'm a, how much ring costs? <clears throat> about eight nine thousand dollars. That's a nice ring. See the see the the breast costs more than the damn ring. You're a cheap little man. Man, f- you man. I mean, I didn't bought the ring. You talking about? Look, dude, she gone. Them breasts ain't yours no more, man. You don't get f- back here. If it was a ring, a pair of shoes, or something, I give you that back. So what now? What now? Hey, man, all I'm going to say is this here. I'm going to come over there and have a conversation with Madison about my breast, because the breast belongs to me. You're not coming over here and getting nothing. She ain't even here, but you can bring your over here. You come over here with your chest pushed out, I'm going to push it back in for your brother. Them gone. I got two breasts over there. Each of them is $5,000, and I want both of them. Man, look, you ain't getting Who the is you? You call every ex-girlfriend you break up with wanting back? I call the ones that I didn't bought breasts for. Thank you. That's a good damn wedding gift, I guess. Hey, don't, hey, man, don't, don't, you, don't. Man? Let me tell you something. Don't you touch my damn breast. You hear me? Man, look here, man. I don't know who the hell, man. How you can get on my line, man? What? Who is this? I'm the person that owned the breast. Do you know who this man, is? Man, you don't own nothing over here, man. You didn't took a loss on there, brother. You didn't took a straight loss on there, man. You got me up, partner. Who the is this, man? You lost your mind calling my phone. I'm going to tell you right now who this is, partner. Yeah, well, who is this? This is Nephew Tommy, Steve Harvey Morning Show. Your girl Madison got me the prank phone call. <laughs> oh, man, you boy, you ain't. <laughs> That's cold. Boy, you, boy, you cold, man. Hey, somebody, but tell me this is it. They real, are they? How the hell I know? I don't, you're supposed to know what you married. I don't know if they, why are you asking me if they real? I don't know. Prank. I'm still, but you don't, but you bought some. Man, <laughs> you, know, you still got me messed up. <laughs> Real off fake, you sound like you have it. <laughs> <laughs> well, y'all come, man. Y'all, y'all need to stop that, man. But I listen to you and 
Last people you got, I laugh my ass off. I never thought I'd get got. <laughs> hey, Oliver, what's the baddest radio show, man? Steve Harvey Money Show. That's the truth. You got me good, man. You got me good, man. <laughs> <laughs> Was I stupid enough? Yes. Mm, well, that's yes. stupid enough. That's all I need to hear. Yeah. Praise you say that, though, like you could be more stupid. You know like, what, Shirley? And I keep, I keep pushing myself. Oh, yeah. yes. That's actually frightening. Yeah, that's, that's what, exactly right. I keep pushing myself to see if I can just, how much more stupid can I actually be? And uh, We can't take much know. more. You feeling better, yeah. Shirley? Just want y'all to know. You yeah. feeling better. Praise and worship is back. Yeah. Come on, boy. Right yeah. How much Come more on, do you think we can take? You gotta ask somebody. Praise and worship. Come on, boy. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Yeah. You back? Coming up next, today's Strawberry Letter subject, there's no way to bless this mess. We'll get into it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes. That it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots as I sit down with inspiring women like Misty Copeland, Brooke Shields, Vanessa Hudgens, and so many more. We dive into how these women made their pivot and their mindset shifts that happened as a result. It's a podcast about women, their stories, and how their pivot became their success. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Time now for today's Strawberry Letter. And if you need advice on relationships, dating, work, sex, parenting, and more... Please submit your strawberry letter to steveharveyfm.com and click Submit Strawberry Letter. Anything you want to add to that, Steve, like you did yesterday? No, not really. Just, you know, knowing that when you ask Shirley for advice, hers will be advice. I'm not here for that all the time. (laughs) Sometimes it's just tag you in. (laughs) All right. Well, if you do send us a letter, uh, we could be reading it on the air, just like we're going to read this one live right now. That is for you, Jay. Yeah, that's for you. Buckle up. Hold on tight. We got it for you. Here it is. Strawberry letter. Subject, there's no way to bless this mess. Dear Stephen Shirley, I've been kicked out of my church and I need some advice. I attended a very messy church. And if you did not do the things the way the pastor thought you should, he would call you out. I have had a few run-ins with him over stuff I post on my personal Facebook page. And I told him I could post what I want on my Facebook page. And it has nothing to do with him or the church. I'm sure the real problem was the fact that I was sleeping 
arguing with one of the deacons, but the pastor couldn't say anything because everybody knew he was having an affair. So the pastor and I had words and I cursed him out and he excommunicated me. I did not care and I joined a new church, but I was still messing with the deacon at my old church. Then I found out the deacon was messing with two more ladies that I was real cool with at church. All of us found out about each other and we were mad. I told them that I would handle the deacon and that's just what I did. I went through my phone and found several pictures of the deacon's male parts and texted the pictures to the pastor and the other deacons. I waited a few days. What? Uh, uh, uh huh. Mm -hmm. I waited a few days and I called the pastor to see if the deacon was going to be excommunicated like I was. He told me that I was the problem, not the deacon. Because of that, I marched right back up to my old church this past Sunday and I dared the pastor to say anything to me. The whorish deacon has found a new church, but all of the other deacons were looking all scared when they saw me. After service, <laughs> pastor said, that he would have me arrested if I came back. Do you think he has the right to do that? I should be able to worship wherever I want to, and this is my church home, no matter how messy it is. What should I do? Wow. You want wow. wait a minute. Wow. You want y'all can't fix this. You want advice from us from us? You want you want advice? What can we tell you? How can we advise you? You don't even listen to your pastor. You don't even listen to him in your own home church, as you put it. Uh I, I can't believe you. I mean you your pastor and the deacon, you're all just just a mess. That church, too. Uh, it, <laughs> this is crazy. If you're a member of a church, you should at least, and you go regularly, you call that your church home, you should at least be getting something out of it, some kind of Jesus, something uh, out of the service, something. Uh, you, 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 you sound like, you know, you're proud and not the least bit ashamed that you're sleeping with the deacon in the church or that you cursed out the pastor of the church or that you texted the deacons naked pictures to the pastor and the other deacons this what are you doing I, what are you doing that ain't godly that. that's not you godly need, what would you say tommy that's not godly that. That no a, a, absolutely no. not absolutely not i mean you no. you need to stop seriously you you need to stop you need to get yourself together okay Okay. That's you, what she need. You really need Jesus. You absolutely need Jesus. <laughs> you don't need to go to any more churches if it's not helping you, okay? <laughs> uh, you know, I, I got to tell you, like I said, get yourself together. Come on, sister. Repent. Ask for forgiveness for what all this stuff you have done uh, uh, before you get kicked out of this new church. Because, if you, <laughs> you know, if you keep doing the same stuff, you're going to kicked out until you get and yes, the pastor can ask you not to post certain things on your Facebook page if, you know, if they're not, no matter what they are, but if they don't reflect who you should be as a Christian. All right. You're going to give me Steve? my pictures back. My Shirley, back to your phone. Yeah, I agree uh, technically mm -hmm. with what you said. And I think you were correct in what you were saying. If we were talking about a real situation, but this ain't real. There is no way to bless this mess. The whole letter screams of what the hell. Oh, this, yeah. Dear Stephen Shirley, 
I've been kicked out of my church and I need some advice. All right there. When a person is kicked out of a church, you think, oh, my God, what did she do? Well, then she said it. I attend a very messy church. And if you don't do things the way that the pastor thought you should, he'll call you out. So you're sitting up there. It's Sunday. You done got dressed. You done come down now. I want to bring to your attention uh, Sister Parnell, uh, who is uh, a disruptive force in our congregation. What? Yes. So you have some run-ins with him. You've had run-ins with your pastor? over some stuff I post on my personal Facebook page. How he know? <laughs> I told him I can post what I want on my page. It ain't got nothing to do with him or the church. And then you said, I'm sure that the real problem is is the, fa <laughs> the fact that I'm sleeping with one of the deacons. That is crazy. <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> You diagnosed the problem with your Facebook page. <laughs> Ask the, I, I got so much to say in this letter. This whole thing is a mess, and I have a solution for it. All right, Steve, well, hang on. We'll be back with part two of your response at 23 minutes after the hour. Subject of today's Strawberry Letter, there's no way to bless this mess, and we'll get back into it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, come on. Let's recap today's Strawberry Letter subject. There's no way to bless this mess. This lady is a member of a messy church. Her in the past and had some run-ins old stuff she posted. He told, she told him, I post what I want on my page. They ain't got nothing to do with you or the church. That's crazy. But then she diagnosed that the reason that they having a real problem with her is because she's sleeping with one of the deacons. But then she said, but the pastor couldn't say anything to you about you sleeping with the deacon because everybody knows that he's having an affair. Mm-hmm. So the pastor and I had words. Okay, now, they've had several run-ins about the postings, right? Mm -hmm. right? Then she turns around and says, the pastor and I had words, and I cussed him out. Wow. <laughs> Wait a minute, man. That's oh, terrible. It really is. You cussed your pastor out, but he's the that's pastor terrible. that's having the affair that fronts people out in church. So as he leads, y'all follow. So see, since he fronts people in church, y'all ain't got no problem fronting him. People follow like they led. Mm -hmm. I cussed him out. He excommunicated me. I ain't care. I joined the new church. What? I ain't Girl. care. Girl. <laughs> I went and got a new church. But I was still messing with the deacon at my old church. Then she found out that the deacon was messing with two more ladies that she was cool with at the church. And all y'all found out about each other, we was mad. So then you, being the ring leader, head heifer, you said, oh. I told you. Yeah. Head heifer. <laughs> head heifer. Yeah. When, head when, when you messy, you head heifer. I found I told them I would handle the deacon, and that's just what I did. I went through my phone, found several pictures 
of the Deacon's male parts. Wait a minute. Oh, what, what kind of deacon is this? Oh, what no, church you go to? You found <laughs> yes. some pictures of male parts and text the pictures to the pastor and the other deacons. Now, hold on. Let, let me tell you something. Just being a man, if you get a message from a woman, you go, okay, all right, what's happening? And it says, you know, download or something like that or mm -hmm. images. And you pop it up. And a man thing is on there. Ah! Oh my God. Good what Lord. Is, what is we, that? We really don't know how to respond. In either way, the happy position or the sad position, we don't know what to say. But we do recognize right away that it is not us. We're very Who familiar with us. Who is I waited a few days, and I called the pastor to see if the deacon was going to be excommunicated like I was. So you want the old pastor that's having an affair, there's boys with his deacon board, that you just sent a picture of your deacon lover's male parts to the pastor and the other deacons, and then you call see if he going to get excommunicated like I was. He told me that I was the problem. God, dog. We gotta get. We gotta. We gotta get home. Right? Well, hell, hell, we got what the hell, hell is going on? <laughs> you the problem, not the deacon. Where is Jesus? Then she said, <laughs> because of that, I march right back up to my old church district. Mm -hmm. Let's do this in this letter. Stop saying church. Yeah, thank you. This is not a church. This is a gathering spot that has a cross hanging up in it somewhere. This is not a church. This is a gathering spot that has a cross hanging in it somewhere. Mm -hmm. This is not a church. This is not the Lord's house. The Lord ain't in it. Shirley's absolutely right. Well, ain't no Jesus there. You ain't mentioned the word. He a good preacher. He preached. He feed us. He don't do nothing. So you went back up to my old church and to dad, the pastor, to say anything to me. You'd say it. Disrespectful. The Horish Deacon. <laughs> the what dog? She the said Horish, it. He left. Yeah. He the whole Deacon he has found a new church. <laughs> but all the other deacons was looking all scared when they saw me. Oh, here she come. Oh, she tripping. After service, Pastor said he would have me arrested if I came back. He all this, and here go the question she said. Do you think he has the right to do that? <laughs> what? What? Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Oh, man. You so messy. You don't even worry about the mess. Do you I think he has the right to do that? Have you arrested? I should be then then that can, can he do that? I should be able to worship wherever I want to. Worship. Worship. That's not worshiping. Where have y'all worshiped in this entire mm. letter? Mm-hmm. Unless the name of this church is Sodom and Gomorrah. This is real. Twin cities. And I heard it. Oh, my God. The worst. Yeah. Woo. Yeah.
All right, listen, post your comments on today's Strawberry Letter at Steve Harvey FM on Instagram and Facebook, okay? Uh, don't forget to check out the Strawberry Letter on podcast, uh, the um, podcast on demand. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, here we go with something funny. Come on, Junior. Truth be told. Yeah, I'm going to say this for some churches <laughs> that's out here that, oh. that need to have testimony time. <laughs> Really cut out. <laughs> and truth be told, if your church don't have internet, you don't need to be having testimony time because these testimonies are getting too long. They need a screener. Uh-huh. Yeah. They need somebody to sit down Way in too the back. Huh? Let me hear your testimony and we will decide whether you get to say it in front of everybody. Because you got people who go up there and want to testify. You can tell the ones who testimony not going to be good because they're too anxious to get the mic. Yeah. They head shaking and laughing. Shoulder jumping. They jumping up like they got a game or something. Like they got a warm up on. And then they get up there. And the testimony, I want to speak to the Lord about my toe. This toe had been hurting me. We don't really need them no more. I'm just asking, can we get some screeners before we have to hear your testimony on oh Sunday? All of us got stuff to do. Now we sitting up here holding up in church because you talking about your toe or how good. Somebody got there one time, no lie, Shirley, they testified, I've been praying for Israel. And I'm saying to myself, you ain't never been to Israel. <laughs> Why the hell is you up there praying? How you get to, how the Lord talk to you about Israel? Where you get that from? I just want to go. The game is on. <laughs> and I don't want to just sit in here no more uh-huh. and hear your testimony that ain't about nothing. Yeah, you ain't got an amen. Go you ain't got to go ahead. Go ahead or let them use you. Ain't nobody said nothing. Yeah. You shut down 385 people. <laughs> By yourself. You shut down an entire church. Uh-huh. Pastor ain't saying nothing. We need, you know what we need? We need a testimony mic snatcher. I, I'm, I'm signing up. Because if I don't like it, I'm coming up there snatch to that snatch mic. The Apollo got the saying, man. Yeah. Churches need to have a testimonial mic snatcher. That's all I'm saying. That's all you're saying. Wow. That's all I'm just saying. How long is this gonna go on, huh? Huh? Well, no, how long is this gonna No, the problem is, Jake, we keep acting like it ain't. Yeah. <laughs> we done took up this offering. We've been here since six. And they still talk. They still talk. The game is on. The game is on. You ain't getting nobody say, go ahead. There you go. Amen. You can't get nobody agree with you. Your testimony is not about anything. Oh, my God. I love it. I'm just saying, oh, why you get to talk is that long? Man, we need a testimony of Mike Snatcher. I'm telling you, this is a job. Please sit your butt down. Hey, there you go, Jay. Please. <laughs> All right, more of this crazy, ignorant show. Steve Harvey Morning Show right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. 
Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots as I sit down with inspiring women like Misty Copeland, Brooke Shields, Vanessa Hudgens, and so many more. We dive into how these women made their pivot and their mindset shifts that happened as a result. It's a podcast about women, their stories, and how their pivot became their success. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic Gymnastics, Cain Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Lillian on SteveRVFM.com writes, My ex-husband and I agreed that our 15-year-old son would have to save up to buy a new game system, but over the weekend, he bought it for him. When our son came home with it, I told him he wouldn't be allowed to use it at my house until he could prove to me that he saved an amount equal to the cost of the console. Now he's mad at me and wants to move to his dad's, which of course my ex is happy about. I feel like I'm being made into the enemy here, but it's my ex who went against our agreement. Back me up here. Did I do the right thing insisting that our team puts in the work? Yeah, you did the right thing, but mm-hmm. your, uh, your husband played you with the Disney dad thing that mm-hmm. they do. That's mm-hmm. what, whoever doesn't have general custody of the kid, every time they see the kid, they become the Disney parent. Mm-hmm. Like everything is, woo way ah. you know, he ain't over here doing the day-to-day grind mm-hmm. and getting him ready to school and everything. So now he took his son out here and bought him this thing so he could be the Disney dad, the hero. Now your son wants to move in with your daddy now. Because it's always But you happy. did the right thing. Right, right, right. But he don't know that when he get over there, it's going to turn into real life over there, too. So your son, of course, he wants to go where it looks like the road of least resistance and, and obstructed fun and all that here. But that ain't going to be like that. Because he's going to get over there and realize daddy don't do everything mama do. Like, he ain't going to be eating regular. Your clothes ain't going to be clean. Or your room ain't going to look like it look. You know, it's going to be a little different you get over there with daddy, man. Uh-huh. Oh, he thinking he just going to get over there and get PlayStations off. Yeah. And everything oh, be happy. My nephew tried that with me, too. He's like, Uncle, I need a PlayStation 5. I said, but your grades say Atari, though. <laughs> Not Atari. <laughs> yeah, that's what your grades telling me. I don't know what you think PlayStation 5 is, but your grades truly say Pac-Man. That's what I hear. That's what I'm From seeing. the 80s? Yeah. Well, that's what he's giving me. Four Ds. What you going to do with four Ds? You want PlayStation 5. Four D's. He don't even need no Atari. He just need a deck of Go Fish cards. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to get some Uno cards and see the way it's down. 
<laughs> that was good dad wisdom, Junior. I love it. I love mm-hmm. it. <laughs> All right, so we have time for another one, Steve. V on Facebook says, My husband and I moved across the country so we could be closer to his parents after they moved when his dad took a new job. I was able to find a job pretty quickly in my field, but my husband's uh, work required him to travel back to their office across the country once a week for the foreseeable future. Now he's decided to get a small apartment in the town where we were living and is only flying home every other weekend. Then last week he said he had some work to take care of and that he couldn't come that weekend, which means we'll be apart for a month. I'm super insecure about our relationship now and don't understand why he moved us here. Am I missing something? Should I be concerned about the future of our marriage? First of all, I don't know nobody that moves to be closer to your parents just because they move. Now, if your mom and daddy's sick and you got to go over there and take care of them, I got you. But you just moved over there because your mom and daddy moved. But now the trick move is he got you over there. Now he back at the crib with an apartment. Oh, man, now you ain't coming home. Now you over there with his mom and daddy? Boy, that's some that's some slick mess he pulled. Woo! My man. And that's Woo, what she wow. wants to know. Should she be concerned? Is she missing something? Whoa, 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 whoa. What is you, you already concerned? Yeah. What you talking about? Should I be concerned? You done wrote the letter. Uh-huh. Your husband got an apartment. You don't live there. Should I be concerned? <laughs> I don't even know you, and I'm concerned for you. <laughs> it's V. Yeah, this is V. Yeah. And he got an apartment. Yeah. Come on, man. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, you definitely should be concerned. And move back if you can. Um, All right. Thank you, Steve. More of today's trending stories coming up on the Steve Harvey Morning Show at about 20 minutes after the hour, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right. So this couple in Singapore had a KFC themed wedding. You know, we hear about a lot of interestingly themed weddings, but this one was KFC, Kentucky Fried Chicken themed wedding, complete with KFC buffet and a fried chicken bouquet for the bride. The couple met on a dating app and went to KFC for their first in-person date. So the bride insisted on having her wedding at that same KFC. What? Uh, The wedding was set to cost about $2,300, but KFC ended up covering half of the food costs and uh, provided KFC branded decorations. The happy bride thanked KFC and called her wedding day memorable and the wedding of my dreams in a Facebook post. So, Steve, if if you had a fast food themed wedding, which restaurant would you choose? You got Popeyes, Wendy's. uh, Let me me, me tell y'all something. Y'all dream, try to dream bigger than that. That But a bouquet of chicken, dog. Yes. Yes. Chicken is not that good. And where is we having this wedding at in this damn restaurant? <laughs> All them tables is drilled into the ground. You can't move. <laughs> <laughs> it is Boy, that memorable. Cold got hot. They will never forget that. Ooh, that's a poor ass wedding. Mm. <laughs> In the KFC. Oh, look at her bouquet. I see it. <laughs> we'll is more. he dressed up like the Colonel? 
What do you look like? No. We'll have more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show at 33 minutes after the hour. We'll play a round of Would You Rather right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. It is time now for a round of Would You Rather. Would you rather spend 100 days in Antarctica or 100 days on the moon? 100 days in Antarctica or 100 days on the moon? Now, I'm going to get on up there in that snow. In the cold. In the yeah. cold. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You don't You don't know the temperature on the moon. Anybody tell you, though. <laughs> you ain't never been to the moon. <laughs> I'm going up there. Ain't no damn air. Ain't no air. Ain't no sun. You don't know the damn temperature. Ain't nobody. No, nah, you and Brave, come on up here to this Antarctica. It's going to be hard. But you're not oh. dropping my ass off on no moon. <laughs> See ya. <laughs> See, somebody going to come get me at that Antarctica. Mm-hmm. I'm going to need me some rifles. Mm. So I can give myself some protection. Mm. I'm going to have enough food. I don't need no refrigerator. Would that come with Clearly. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> Ice cream could just sit out on the table. I'm going to be sitting up in, in, in the crib I'm going to build in Antarctica. going to be so dope. It's going to be frosty. Nice. <laughs> All right. Well, Junior. Who damn sure ain't going on that moon, though. Mm. Junior? Well, he can say that because he healthy. Uh-huh. I can't go down to Antarctica. Yeah. That's right. I'm going to be up at the moon. I'll be looking down at Antarctica. That's what I'm going to be doing. I'll be up there at that moon. I'll be floating. Floating, Just yeah. check on me every now and then. I'll be floating. I'll be on a rover. I'll be getting around the moon. I'll be up there. Won't, won't yeah. be cold, though. I'll be in my suit. Yeah, you be right. Down you down you take your ass on up to that moon. <laughs> You're going to be on a rover. That was Mars, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. They got one on the moon. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Would you I'm rather eat a eat a camel's tongue or an ox's tail? Oh, I like oh, ox tail. All the we time. eat that all the time. That is yeah. it. Yeah. Camel good, man. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. So either one. Huh? What camel would you tongue. rather, though? I like camel tongue. I like camel tongue. I like camel hump. Camel All of it's interesting. Camel tongue, camel hump, camel toe. Oxtails over there, right? Yeah, yeah. I take some oxtails, but I like camel. Camel We're moving on now. We're moving on. Very interesting. Camel toe and some rice. Good. Would you say that? Would you rather have everyone know the details of your finances or the details of your love life? Your money or your love? That's easy. Oh, you want to go to Junior first? Come on, Junior. I'm B. It ain't one. Hell, go now. Um, you. That's it. Those are the tales of your love life. Yeah, that's it. It ain't happening. Marriage is we open honeymoon stage. It's over. Yeah, just, yeah. I better go and let y'all take a look at money, cause uh, uh-uh. uh. <laughs> it's oh really? I thought you would say the opposite. <laughs> All right, well, geez. Oh, All right, thanks, guys. That's today's <laughs> round of Would You Rather coming up in forty nine minutes. After it's our last break of the day, we'll have some closing remarks from the one and only Steve Harvey right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper 
into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots as I sit down with inspiring women like Misty Copeland, Brooke Shields, Vanessa Hudgens, and so many more. We dive into how these women made their pivot and their mindset shifts that happened as a result. It's a podcast about women, their stories, and how their pivot became their success. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, Steve, you have some closing remarks you want to take yeah. us home with? You know what? Um, my closing remarks today, uh, I mean, you know, it, it, this one hit, hits home with me often. But this affects everybody because everybody experiences some form of hate. It is amazing, though, because now hate is running rampant at an all time high. I've never seen it this way. And I'm 61 years old. I've never seen hate at this level before. And one of the main contributors to hate It just happens to be something that was meant to share information at a rapid pace, which was the Internet. It was a way to Google and research and find and spread information. And man, it has been so misused and abused. It has now created a time that I've yet seen in my life. And I I suffer from it just like everybody else does. Hate, man. It's just people. And because of the internet, because somebody can make a little bit of money off of eyeballs on their site, they don't care what they do to get the eyeballs. They don't care what they do. They don't care who they hurt. They don't care who they bring down. They don't care anything about damage. They don't care anything about that. It's it's such a self selfish thing that people do but let me say this to you if I were you when you uh, participate in the art the skillful art of Haiti when you take time to manifest yourself through the act of hatred when you intentionally do stuff to someone in the form of hate You have to be careful because here is one guarantee. It's going to come back to you. You can't, whatever you put out returns. If you put out prayer, the answer to prayer returns. If you put out love, more people will love you. If you stick out your hand to shake hands, more people will shake hands with you. If you put out hate, I promise you, Hate is going to come your way. The sad thing about it is people think that because of they hide behind the anonymity of a fake page or a private page that that clears them. Well, it doesn't. The sad thing, young people, is that when you hate, hate doesn't necessarily come back to you the exact way you put it out. It comes back to you in a negative form. Just because you talked about somebody else don't mean somebody going to talk about you. 
It could be you never hear them talking about you, but they plant something about you that stops you from moving forward. They say something about you that causes you not to get the promotion. They say something about you that causes you to have a breakup. They say something about you that causes your kids to look at you crazy. You can't spend your time hating people and think nothing's going to happen to you. Hate is such a wasted form of information. If you could take the time that it took for you to hate on a person and put it towards the uplift and edification of yourself, you actually could turn yourself into something. You really could. But you're spending so much time in the destruction of others. You think that builds you up? You think that's going to get you somewhere? It doesn't, man. It's a sad place we're in right now. It's a very sad place. And the reason we have so much hate right now is because hatred begets hatred. You got so much of it going around that so much of it got to come around. You got so much of it coming around that so much more of it has to go out back around. It's called karma. It's called do unto others as you would have them do unto you. People think that scripture, you thought that was just on the back of a Sunday school class card. No, sir, read. It applies to you as a full-fledged adult. Do unto others. See, this is a principle of God. This is where we're really missing it about hate. Do unto others as you would have them do unto you. So now, if you do unto others in form of hate, that's what you are asking to be done to you. But the incredible thing of it is, it comes back to you in some other form. You think because you've hidden behind a fake page or a fake IG account or a private page that that clears you? It doesn't clear you. It doesn't. It manifests itself in your life in so many ways. And you, all you can look, all you got to do is look at a person's position. And it oftentimes explains something about them. If you see a person that ain't always hating and ain't ever happy, that just sends a signal to me that he spread a bunch of discord in his life. So now he ain't happy or she ain't happy. Young people, you would do yourself a great service if you would get out of the hate business. Because here's the other thing. You can't stop nothing that God has for somebody else. Try as you may, you will fail. Listen to me. Hatred is such a useless emotion. Take hate out your life. Stop hating. And when you get hated on, handle it. Just handle it. Stay on the wall. Those are my closing remarks. Drop it. You there drop you it. Uh -huh. <laughs> Have a great weekend. <laughs> For all Steve Harvey contests, no purchase necessary. Void where prohibited. Participants must be legal U.S. residents at least 18 years old unless otherwise stated. For complete contest rules, visit steveharveyfm.com. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? 
Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? Step up like a boss and save the day? Or see what life's like under the tree of life? Did you? If you could. Would you? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play. Bring the magic at Walt Disney World Resort. Hello, acclaimed comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater, Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter, Jason Concepcion. Somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. And like always, we'll be here every week. You'll hear from TV writers, actors, comics creators, pop culture critics. Nothing is off the table. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people, it gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy, and I'm your host, Elliot Connie. Jay is the woman in this dynamic who is currently co-parenting two young boys with her former partner, David. David, he is a leader. He just don't want to leave me. But how do you lead a woman? How do you lead in a relationship? Like, what's the blueprint? David, you just asked the most important question. Listen to Family Therapy on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 